Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Trickeration. Welcome to Trickeration, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Trickeration podcast, the number one podcast about deception in sports. I'm your host, Matt. Each week, bringing you honest conversations about dishonest acts, schemes, pranks, hoaxes, scams. That's what we're all about here. And before we get to this week's episode, a reminder to poke around the archives as we've built up a nice stable of 40 or so off-the-wall stories and interviews involving all sorts of this kind of sporting nonsense. Today, we've got a baseball triple header involving an unlikely moment of Yankee deviousness from the captain, Derek Jeter, the Milwaukee Brewer that was an Uber driver's worst nightmare, and the third base coach who went full Vince McMahon on his own team's general manager. All right, enjoy the show. There was no hazing then. I mean, they probably did something in September, but I was back in AAA. But with me, they didn't do any hazing or anything. But uh, <laughs> did a couple of pranks on some people. This is current Yankee hitting coach Marcus Timms. He's laughing because he was the victim of a brutal prank pulled on him during his rookie year. It's long been rumored that the mastermind behind this prank was a guy you'd never suspect, Derek Jeter. Well, I think the captain had something. I know he had a lot to do with it. <laughs> Early in the first season after the Twin Towers came down, minor league right fielder Marcus Timms got called up to play his first game for the team that had drafted him. It was the mighty New York Yankees, you know, and those guys, man, they had won so many championships and was in the midst of trying to win more. And I mean, you're just another teammate to trying to be a piece of the puzzle to try to help them win a championship. June 10th, 2001, Timms lands at the airport in New York where a car is waiting for him. My limo driver asked me that I wanted to go to the hotel to drop my stuff off or go to the stadium. I was like, no, I don't want to be late. Just get me to the stadium. In the aftermath of 9-11, security at Yankee Stadium was at an all-time high. But I'm even getting there that early. The stadium was like Fort Knox. It was locked down. I mean, you couldn't barely get in there, man. There was security everywhere, police officers all the way around the stadium. You know, they had bomb-sniffing dogs there coming throughout the clubhouse, throughout the batting cages, onto the field, into the stadium, checking seats. I mean, it was cold red. 
Pitching that day against the Yankees, Randy Johnson of the Arizona Diamondbacks, the reigning six foot ten back-to-back NL Cy Young Award winner and one of the most intimidating pitchers in history. With the big lefty on the mound, Tim's a righty, arrived in the clubhouse with a good chance of playing that day. All the guys came up and congratulated me, and I was curious if I was playing or not. And then once Mr. Torrey put my name on the lineup card, then my nerves started messing with me a little bit. I was excited, but I was nervous. What's your approach going into that at bat? I mean, I just made sure I was ready to hit. I mean, I knew he threw hard. I mean, as a young player, I've seen him strike out a lot of guys. So I was like, you know, make sure you get ready to hit first pitch, because if not, you don't want to get behind in the count off a guy like that. Tim steps to the plate for the first time in the third inning of a 0-0 game. The big unit starts him off with a high fastball. And what was the reaction like in the dugout after you came in after the first pitch home run off Randy Johnson? Everybody was like, holy crap. You set the bar too high now, man. <laughs> you can only go down from there. But all the guys were really happy for me. It's something that I'll never forget. Propelled by Tim's home run, the Yankees go on to win 7-5 in a rematch of the previous year's World Series. I was still on a on an adrenaline high. And, uh, we went to eat after the game. I went with Derek and got some food. And, you know, he was a captain, and he always took young guys under his wings and went back to my hotel and, and tried to sleep. I couldn't sleep. The next day, I go to the ballpark and ready to do it again. After dinner with Jeter and not much sleep, Tim's heads back to the stadium. I'm getting ready for my second major league game, and I was in the training room actually getting my ankle taped and that's when Joe Torrey came in and was like, security is out by your locker and the dogs have detected something in your locker. And I get out there and they got the dog that the dog is barking and, and all excited because he's found something in my locker. And I'm like, what the heck's going on out here? So were you nervous at all or you were totally like, you know, these guys are pulling one on me? No, I was nervous because I didn't know. Like, coming through the airport or transferring my bags out of the car, did the guy, like, drop something? Like, I had no idea what was going on. Joe Torrey was like, Marcus, what in the hell are you doing? Like, you just got up here. What do you have in your locker? And I was like, I have nothing. And so the police officer said, sir, can we search your locker? I'm a country boy from Mississippi. I don't know how to make a bomb or anything. I, I don't do drugs, so I know there's no drugs in my bag. When they was checking my bag, I'm like, I'm looking at Nick Johnson and Soriano because I played with those guys in the minor leagues, and Nick and I were roommates in the minor leagues. The dog went in, he brought out something in a bag, and I'm like, what in the hell is that? My life, like, flashed in front of me. And I'm like, Nick, tell him that's not my stuff. That's not the type of guy I am. He's like, Mark, I have no idea what you're doing. Then I glance over at Derek, he's like, Marcus, what, what are you thinking? You just got called to the big leagues. And I immediately had tears in my eyes. So I was like, man, like, I was just the happiest day of my life making it to the big leagues and hitting a home run and help my team win a game. So now they found something in my bag, and I had no idea what it was. And now you're going to prison. <laughs> I'm like, what in the hell is this? Okay, sir, turn around. Spread your legs. Put your hands behind your back. Palms together like you're praying. Don't move. So the police officer, they is reading me my rights, and they were walking me through the locker room. All the guys in there, like, they did a good job of keeping a straight face. They were like, dude, what the what the hell were you thinking? And I'm like, guys, I, that's not my stuff, I promise. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to admit to something I know that I didn't do. And the police officer, they escort me out. I get through the doors on the outside of the locker room, and, and Bernie Williams, we're standing out there just crying, laughing. It's like, man, we just played a prank on you. And I'm like, yeah, you did. 
<laughs> I just walked back in and like, dang, you guys got me. <laughs> like they got, they got me good. And, and it was, I mean, it was a really good prank, man. And um, I'll never forget it. From tales of fake bombs in Yankee Stadium, we transition to a short but cautionary tale about getaway drivers for hire. Milwaukee Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy might have the worst Uber passenger rating in the MLB, and here's why. I've messed with a couple Uber drivers in my day. You know, put them in just uncomfortable situations. It's a daily thing because I Uber to the park every day. Guys will say like, hey, Murph invites you, you gotta go for an Uber ride, got to. So I start talking to the Uber driver. I say, hey, is there a bank around here? And they'll say, yeah. And I said, well, you mind stopping by? And they inevitably all say the same thing. No problem. Then I start talking crazy. And I'm talking to my friend and, and I'm just like, hey, I'm just tired. This is, it's time. It's time to do it. Let's just do it. Let's not be afraid. You know? And they usually don't figure it out. They pull in front of the bank. I said, this will be quick. I said, just keep it running here. And I said, pay no attention to what I put on my face and pay no attention at the pace that I come out at because I'm going to come out at a quick pace. Just let's get going. And they're like, is this guy serious? So stuff like that, nothing's ever mean-spirited. And I, it's just fun. I always tip them good. And just, to, again, I like to keep it light, you know? So the guy in the back seat gets a good laugh. But. And speaking of good tips, in this next story... We learn about the one GM reporters should avoid at all costs at the winter meetings. I mean, I've loved pranks, done them before myself. Some roommates in college, we used to do them to each other all the time, repeatedly a prank back, prank back, back and forth. James Wagner covers the Yankees for the New York Times. He recently wrote an article that surprised people titled Meet the Biggest Prankster in Baseball, Yankees GM, Brian Cashman. Running the Yankees is on a short list of the most high-profile team leadership jobs in the world. But I mean, getting to know him the last two years that I've covered the team, and even a little bit before that, I had heard rumblings or stories about him being a prankster. And what's an example of the kinds of pranks Cashman likes to pull? During the 2019 ALCS between the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees, uh, the Astros, as you know, have been since punished and have admitted to a sign stealing scandal. But at the time, uh, there was just, just repeated rumors around them. And one of them was like during that ALCS, there was whistling coming from the Astros dugout. They were whistling potentially to convey signs and the Yankees were not happy about it. And the Yankees third base coach, Phil Nevin, former player, is pretty fiery. Uh, he has been part of a brawl before <laughs> as a coach. Uh, on the field. And Phil sent a message to the Astros hitting coach, Alex Centrone, through third baseman. Basically, he was going to meet him anytime, any place to settle the score. Like, we'll settle this. So Cashman and Boone had found out about this. So the next morning for game two, Nevin is sitting in the food room of the Yankees clubhouse. He was actually eating like a meal with Aaron Judge there at the table. Someone comes and taps him on the shoulder. It's a clubhouse attendant and says, Alex Centrone is waiting outside for you, like waiting outside the clubhouse doors. So Nevin like gets up, charges out of the food room, expecting that like the challenge he had issued during the game the day before, like this was it. Like 
Cintron was waiting for him outside, ready for a fight. He's this kind of muscular guy walking through the door with his arms out. He looks like a WWE performer, but Nevin does come charging out the doors. It wasn't Cintron waiting for a fight, as Nevin expected, because um, Aaron Boone and Cashman were waiting on the other side of the door. I've seen video of how it unfolded, and, uh, and it's just a moment of levity during a very serious, tense series. During the winter meetings in Florida, an annual off-season convention attended by most baseball personnel, Cashman saw an opportunity to try out some of his new gags. The GM of every team invites you know the local reporters that cover that team up to the hotel suite to talk to them. It's kind of standard business to know what's going on, who you're going after, who you want to trade. And in one of those times, in the hotel suite that he had, he had set up the fart machine. He's just pressing away on this thing with a remote where you can you know, trigger the fart sounds and getting a good laugh out of it. And how does Cashman even have a fart machine? I, I can't picture him. Is he physically in the store picking it out? So his longtime assistant GM, Gene Afterman, told me that like he used to use basically this like really crappy version of it, uh, this like kind of rundown fart machine that kept breaking. And so she got him what she calls the Fart Master 4000, which was like a souped up better version of it. And Cashman distance told me, and he even on the phone, like recited like the exact model number and brand that he buys. It, he has bought repeated. He said he's blown through multiple ones of these and he just has to keep buying more. Um, what did he tell you about sort of his philosophy for for doing this stuff? You know, these is stressful, kind of high pressure jobs. He just wants um, just to have fun and to remember that, like, obviously these are like, high stakes uh, and they need to win. And, you know, you, know, you can still do serious work and do it well and have a good laugh every so often. All right, that is it for today. A big thanks to Marcus Timms, Pat Murphy, and James Wagner for sharing their tales. And a thanks to the listeners for listening and sharing and subscribing and helping to grow the Trickeration Nation. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review and all that good stuff. And if you have ideas for future episodes, please hit the tip line at trickerationnation at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I can tell you we're hot on the trail of a couple Hollywood sports crossover stories, including the Johnny Depp impersonator, that dunked on DeMar DeRozan and a weird one about Shia LaBeouf and the UCLA golf team. So look out for those. And as we do every week, we check in with the legend, Chris, Mad Dog Russo. Chris, how'd we do this week? Maddie, good job. Keep up the good work, pal. Thank you, Chris. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Trickeration is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.